It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Good evening TC and welcome all to part 56 of our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the older bills, but a Mr Terry Curran, how's things mate? Not too bad, I thought we were, we were picking up, ready for football, getting some fans back into the ground, but it looks mm. like it's all been put back again, so and it looks, looks, like, it's go- yeah. it looks like it's going to be uh, a right disruption. Yeah, it looks like yeah, looks like it's going to be put back to flipping April, don't it? It's going. They can't. They can't crazy. survive. No, they can't. They can't survive if the government put the money in. Yeah. I mean, the Premier League will be all right because the Premier League is is backed by the TV. Mm. So they are getting their uh, games on TV, so they're getting paid that way. But but what should football do as an industry? Should because when we look at football and you know. <laughs> I've listened to podcasts, I've done podcasts, I've looked at and read different opinions of former players, I've read books. I've never, ever heard, read or seen an opinion of a former professional player that wouldn't have loved to have stayed and played in the 70s. I've never heard any player that's ever been bitter of anything and all the money that the players get today. They've all said good luck to them. But where should that money, that football has never been given as much money ever in its history, is it a case now where it should be distributed a little bit more fair? The problem being, though, that the Premier League is a break away from the Football League. Well, the Premier League is just a... The Premier League, this is my opinion of the Premier League. The Premier League is a top-up for the Champions League. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. Uh, Because if you look at uh, what happens in Celtic, in uh, Scotland, Celtic and Rangers, Hmm. there's only two teams. And in England, we've only got really four teams, you can say six teams, but four teams, you know, uh, will practically win the the league season in season out um and the the emphasis is on the on the champions league i mean the rest of the teams play defensive naked negative football the guys what anybody tells yeah, it's my do. opinion yeah. everybody's got their opinion mm-hmm. just to keep in the premier league to get the money you've only got to look at teams like Huddersfield when they get more money than what bayern munich got yeah from the bundesliga yeah. uh, bayern uh, got more money uh, from the Premier League, what Bayern Munich got from the Bundesliga. Mm. So the Premier League is, is, is the best of the teams. You can say from the bottom half of the teams, or from the top six. I'm going to go as far as the top six. I mean, Everton mm. now have spent a little bit more wisely. I would imagine they will spend a little bit more intellig- intelligently. Uh, so they may creep up into that top six or seven. But rest of them, all they are there for is to make up a league because mm. they don't try and win games. 
to try and stay in the Premier League. They don't try and win cup games because they play uh, a youth team type of thing, or you know, players what's not been playing. And I get that to a certain point because it gives young players a chance to, to get game get get game time and experience. But everything about if you're playing for those clubs, when you when you want, when you look at it as a player. I mean, they won't tell you this, but I, I'm the only one who would stand up and say it. It's, you're going into training, it's boring, you're working on defensive work. If you're playing, you know, a, a middle-of-the-road uh, team, or playing for a middle-of-the-road team, that's all you're doing, working on negative stuff. You can say, once or two cup games are out of way, there's nothing else to play for. So you're just going in, working on defensive shape uh, and negative football. <clears throat> so for me, uh, football is all about you know the globalization of it, uh, yeah. and somewhere along the line, the Champions League will get bigger. But what they can't do is is have a league as such. It'll still stay stay like that, where the where the top six clubs will get richer and richer, but the big two, first and second, will get even richer. And that'll come really really tight. Where when I say tight, it'll come where they're com- constantly winning like the Celtic and Rangers uh, doing. Um, Scotland. That's my opinion of it. Chase, I think you're absolutely spot on, and and you're right. We've we've had the first you know couple of rounds of the Carabao Cup, and most of the bigger teams have been beaten by the what you would perceive the smaller teams. They make no. You see, Cloughy always used to say, "There's only a couple of teams that's ever going to win anything," and you're right. The league's pretty much sewn up. So. If you aren't a Manchester City or a Liverpool, because they do look as though they're clear favourites to win the, the Premier League title again this season, if you're any other team, you must be identifying the League Cup or the FA Cup. But you're right, early doors in the season, they play their, their youngsters in, in the League Cup. And then when we come to January, they'll then play the youngsters in the FA Cup. So they're not going for any cups. All they're trying to do is stay in the Premier League. And I did listen to Andros Townsend today on Talk Sport, and he absolutely nailed it for me. What you, what Udi, what all the former pros that I work with say. And it was, you're almost better without the ball than when you've got the ball. And he was saying, we we do so much work on shape without the ball. And I'm thinking, I'm going to smash this radio up in a minute. Why would you do that without the ball? It's what you do with the bloody ball. It's called football. And it really irates me, TC. And it just ain't changing anytime soon, mate. You're spot on. You know, even that what you were saying. I mean, I listened, I listened to part of that, mm-hmm. and he, and he's right. Look, there is two sides to football. I agree. I, yes, I, I love to play attacking football. Same. But I'm not stupid enough to understand without good defensive play, yeah, you can't win trophies. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Yeah. But uh, Forrest and and, and Everton, I can only talk about that because I can't talk about what what they're doing in the Premier League now. Mm. I can imagine what Manchester City do and what Man United do mm. because they will work on um, attacking play. Yeah. But the, when I say the buy, people will laugh at this. When I say they're oh, the buying players, what are capable mm. of defending better? But when you look at Man United, when the country the goals like they do, mm. then people will laugh at what I'm saying there. But, but you know, but I understand. Uh, the point of it, they don't. So they'd laugh, but they're laughing at the silly things of it. Because at the end of the day, you've got to be able to have players who understand the game, mm-hmm. what know, you know, what's got the in, uh, the intelligence to know where to be in a position 
close that space down mm -hmm. to try and win that ball if if you know the man gets beat and he's there to cover it mm -hmm. right or if they do with it that they can break out and use the intelligence and the quick uh, pace of vert play yeah to open the <clears> opposition <throat> up yeah so i've told you all about this for years Football hasn't changed. No, it hasn't. The bottom, this is what the bottom half of the leagues will do. Mm. The fearful are getting relegated now, more so than ever before. They, mm. were, they were fearful in, in my time. But even more so now because of the money side of it. The money is absolutely ginormous, what these clubs get. Like I just said, Huddersfield got more money, right, uh, two seasons ago than what Bayern Munich did from the Bundesliga. That yeah. was a fact. That's, yeah, it was, was, yeah. That, We've done it on the yeah, podcast, yeah. You know, that, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. Now, so what the rest of them do, what the rest of them do is they've got beat two or three nil or they've lost the first two games, right? They work on shape, mm -hmm. right? And when, So when they're working on shape, this is what they do. They come in, they get them in, and they'll play defence against attack, defence against uh, two midfield players, like two in midfield, and they're attacking four, they'll put four attacking uh, players in there mm. with two uh, maybe kids who are not playing in, in team or two youth team players, uh, academy players, and then they'll play defence against uh, the attackers. Now, the only thing with that is the attackers are not really wanting to get injured. Mm. I'm not saying they don't put everything in training. You know, they're careful of not getting injured. So every time... They'll work on it for half an hour, 45 minutes, and you'll not score a goal, not concede a goal, and they'll look at it fantastic. Mm. Now, once that comes out, once they come out to play on a Saturday, four things happen, Gabby. Everything what they've done all week, because if they try and play out from the back, what yep. they do then, as soon as it comes and whistle, I mean, it's a bit different mm. now with these um, no fans in gap. But when the fans in gap, what they'll do, they'll panic to get the ball away from the... Um, their goals mm. for two reasons if somebody makes a mistake the fans are going to get on the backs yep. and the manager will start shouting from from the line so the, the that certain player will be petrified before he starts mm. right so they're working on shape all week the strikers what what they're playing against they know they know him day out day mm. in and day out because <clears throat> they're training with them yeah. they'll know everything what they practically do now when you're watching somebody on a television and like a, a team will watch or a player will watch a certain play right it's the still little things what they'll miss when what they'll do in training, what they'll not see sometimes in games, because they'll vary it up. But no, it's not. They don't do always the same type of thing. Yeah. So what happens? Once they start to play against the better players, mm. everything goes to cock. Yeah. Everything goes to cock. Yeah. So and if they if they concede early doors, what happens then? They've got to try and get back into the game. So they open up even more, and that's when they can lose 2-3-4-0. Yeah. And then what the door will be losing is 4-0 because that's mm -hmm. when they really get the pressure. Right? And when I say, oh, this is what happens. The same teams will work on that all week. The ones that are really at the bottom, what look like, you know, they're going to get the relegation, the, the four or five teams. So they're working on shape, organisation, every day a week, mm -hmm. Every week, right? And for the nine months of the season. So the mentality of it is not this again, not this again. And mm. I know people say, well, hang on a bit. That's, that's, that's one point where all the fans are, I'll agree with. They're giving good money. So some, so some of them, it'll not make any difference. 
it won't make any difference because well I get the money so I'll put up with it right but at the same time the red is thinking I don't want to do this yep. and that's what causes a lot of problems mm. fear because the, the manager of fear game allegation the players see that the manager's fearful the players start to moan to each moan and groan to each other that's a fact that'll not change neither mm. that will never change mm. if they're not in team they're going to be moaning and groaning choose whoever it is Alan Shearer, Kevin, Kevin Keegan walked out uh, of an England because uh, he didn't play or something. I, I can remember that because I was in a nightclub in in Doncaster on a Thursday night and I shouldn't have been in there with a, a guy called Alan Murray when he walked out of um, England. Yeah. We watched Medicine Head. There used to be a place called Outlook in Doncaster. I mean, I, well, always didn't go, but I went with Alan, who was a senior pro. But I weren't drinking. It was a group what came out, and all of a sudden, who comes in is Morris Setters, mm. right? But Kevin Keegan were in, and, and he was telling us what had happened. And Morris Setters come in, bought us a drink, well, bought me a Coke because he knows I only drink Coke, bought us a drink. The following day, when I when got in, we pulled in, we got fined. If we do that again, you know, play this football club again. But what I'm trying to get across is Keegan walked out. All players do it. Lineker's done it, right? Mm. If they get pulled off, or they're, not, they're no different than. Them superstars, you think Ronaldo's going to be happy to pull him off? No. No. Well, ordinary players, when I say ordinary players, the good players, and the ordinary players, but they're still good players, but, you know, they, they've got that week in and week out. So their brain is, is negative thoughts all the time. And I, and I know it shouldn't be, but if you're not playing, you train all week, right, and you want to play football, and when you're not picked, that's a problem. Mm. But the manager's got to try and keep everybody happy. But then when, you, when you're getting beat and you're doing negative training, because that's all it is, it's, you're going to say, well, no, you've got to work on it. Well, they do work on it and they do work hard on it. But it's still, they're still failing, they're still conceding goals and they're still in and around the bottom. And if they get away with it, it's just like, that was a close one. Mm. Same will happen next season and the ones that get relegated will get relegated. It's the same teams all the time with the same managers coaching the same way and that's why you don't get consistency, Gabby. Absolutely spot on. Can't disagree with any of that, TC. Slaven Bilic getting a red card. What was your take on that? Well, when I, for me to talk like that, people will laugh and think, well, you know, there were nobody worse than him. But I've never got sent off for uh, a bad foul. Mm -hmm. I got sent off for... Uh, foul and abusive language to referees for, after getting kicked. Someone, someone had kicked me once. Referee said, first one, someone, right? Yep. He said, that's his first one. Then third one, I'd get booked for retaliation, to, not for retaliation, for swearing at referee. I should have done, right? In modern day football, with all the, all the technology, Slavin Bilic, he knows, we all know he's not going to change the mind of the referee. Mm. So, Going on to pitch to see that referee is silly because at the end of the day, what's it got him? It's got him sent off. The players, if they're all with him, as soon as have him on the on the touchline and sat up in stand. But he's done the wrong thing. And when the thing does that and a, and a player does something similar by uh, foul and abusive language referee, the, the, the manager hasn't got a leg to stand, even though he's the manager, but yeah. when a player does it, then he'll hold it against him. 
you know, so I don't agree what he should have done. Uh, but we know that the small clubs or smaller clubs always seem to get the wrong decision. Don't ask me why. You know, it, for some unknown reason, they always seem to get the wrong decision. But on my on, on my uh, take of it, he should have done it. I don't know what your take of it, take is, but that that was my opinion a bit. I just think the way I see the game, um, and I've never played the game professionally. You have. Back in your days, you could talk to referees, and referees would say, "TC, calm down. Um, come and see me after the game, or come and see me when we get off the pitch in in me me, me room." And the referee probably would give you time. But the way that certain referees are these days, and, and Mike Dean appears to me to be one of the most arrogant and the worst offender in, in that situation. Billich had got a problem. And, and to be fair, I mean, Ames Rodriguez, he went down as though somebody had shot him. Had that had been Jack Grealish, it would have been all over the, the, the Nationals, and 100% it would be. The boy did put his hand on his face, but blimey, he didn't half go down easy. So by the letter of the law, yeah, OK, you shouldn't have. But I'd have just got him up and I said, boys, handbags, behave yourself. Let's carry on. This is a man's game. And I think that's where it changes. And I think the referee could have just said to Slav, Slav, come and see me. We'll have a cup of coffee when we get off the pitch. But no, he wanted to make something from it. Go away, go away, go away, go away four times. Just an arrogant way of treating a situation. Well, this is my intake of all that. What you're, what, what you're saying there. Yep. From going from when I was playing, mm. right? The Premier League is a lot different now. A lot different. And what I mean by that, I'll, on a football field, you could say to a referee, and I'm not going to swear. Yeah. Right. That's a bad decision, referee. Effing bad decision, referee. Mm. Right. Uh, but you call him by his name, Gordon Hill or Keith Hackett. I mean, I did play against Keith Hackett, but when, not when I played for Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. He, 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 team from Sheffield cannot manage a yep. team, you know, uh, in league games. Mm. So he would turn around and say to you, it weren't half as bad as that cross you just put in there, Terry. Yeah. I'd swear back at you. Yeah. Nowadays, if a, the Premier League, I don't know, but the Premier League referees must say to him, you cannot talk to him, you cannot swear at him, bye, bye, bye. Mm. And it's not, it's not that long ago, there was a player what reported a referee, weren't, didn't there? Yes, there was. There was, there was a, was a player. Yeah, there was a player. What yeah. reported the referee? Yeah. So you, we we have to yeah. look at that, Gabby. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. I, I get that right. side of the coin as well. Uh, so I'm, what I'm trying to do is is, is trying to open it up and show yep. you what what mm. what happened when we were playing. Yeah. <clears throat> You'd miss it, and the referee would said it would come running. They said even if you not said no to referee about a foul, your referee you just missed one, and the referee the next time you went past referee he'd say to you, "In the how did you miss that?" You know, or other that's what they did in our day. Yeah. It's different now. It's mm-hmm. different. I don't think Billy should have done it. Now let's go let's talk about players rolling in. That didn't happen in our day because what happened in our in my day, right? And even before my managers would turn around and say, Look, he's gonna frown you to death. So the, the manager in the opposite dressing room will say, Right, test him out, see if he's frowned to death. Our manager would turn around and say, Don't let them see you fear you're fearful. Mm. Yeah. Nowadays, what they're telling their players to do is to <clears throat> take it, to take all the advantages of strong, try and get the players sent off. I mean, if you if you raise your hand, it's a more automatic uh, booking or 
and if you be booked, you're sent off. Yeah. Do I agree with it? No. But you know as well as I do, the players are rolling about, and that's the biggest problem. But that's how the game is today. And, mm. the, you know, the ref- the referees see that week in and week out because they think the referee, or the, back, the odd one referee, he referees the game and he's not really bothered about it. He wants to get away from it once he's refereed it. But some of them would be like, players want to learn more, want to see what the uh, mistakes done, what they want to done. Uh, and so they'll see the players what what really do and I don't like to say cheat it's like it's taking advantage yes you know because that's how the game's going to end it you know yeah. do I agree with it no I don't because mm. get up and get on with it mm. but I see why they do it I see why they do it no again and I don't agree with it yeah again I do and I've done the recent podcast with with Simon and we was talking about the very subject and she <laughs> said look TC was their best player and I'm, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't react in that way and James Rodriguez has done exactly the same as what you guys done 40 years ago and in 40 years time they'll still be doing the same you know, I, I get all of that, but again, it's the perception. And I just do think that we should take things into consideration. And, you know, a player now, Gibbs must have thought, Gibbs must have can thought. Can I just interrupt you yeah, on you that? Can. I think the fans would love it if a referee, when, a, when somebody puts the hand to the face. Yeah. And if he's, you know, if he's somewhat nasty, then they want to send off. But I think mm-hmm. the fans would love it if a player went down and there's somebody's left lifted the hand up and only he slightly touched him yeah I think the, the, I'm not saying them all because you'll always get the awkward ones but if if, if, if they did that and they were sat rolling around and the referee went up to him and said right book the player before he's lifting his hand because we know you can't do that yeah Gabby. 100% right, I agree so yeah 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 for that, but he's going to book him for rolling around yes yeah, on. Making, making a mountain and I think the fans would love that as well not all because you'll always get the I don't mean to say the awkward ones but the ones that don't agree with, with that type of thing mm. but I think that would be a better way of doing it and it may stop it it may stop it you know nothing seems to stop certain things to get players sent off does it because that's gone on through through generations yeah. and generations to yeah. get a player sent off but Gibbs, Gibbs must have walked off that pitch and thought, do you know what? Next time, I'm going to absolutely twat him rather than just do that because I'm still going to get a red card. Like yeah, way. I'm still, I'm going to get a red. Players yeah. do think that way. Yeah. They do. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. We're not going to change anything. What is going to change, TC, is the kickoff times of the later games because the pubs are going to close at 10. And um, is it Arsenal-Liverpool that's been been put forward 15 minutes just to make sure that it doesn't coincide with 10 o'clock out the pub and you're going to miss time added on because of VAR? It's well, what are they going to do when, what they do when clocks go back? Do you know what? I don't even think they've thought of that. But I guess, to be fair, everything goes back down. So the 10 o'clock will still be the 10 o'clock. But wouldn't it be great if we just took the clocks back and and it, and it was an hour? But although we do lose the hour and then we do gain the hour, everything moves up and backwards. So it's, it, it's all in sync, isn't it? Yeah. Listen... There's more to this than meets the eye with mm. this, uh, not, not getting fans back into it. Look, mm. there's some complaining about all the... Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. ...about the COVID. There's mm. a lot starting to understand, you know, mm. it's not as bad as what they're making out of it. 
you know, but that's what you've got. You've got a country what's yeah. divided. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some clubs are going to be in really, really financial difficulties soon. Mm. Well, they are now. Yeah, 100%. You know, they can't afford, <clears throat> they can't afford to be put back <clears throat> till April whatsoever. You know, mm. so how can you go into a pub until nine o'clock and then come out after nine o'clock uh, because of COVID? Does COVID know when it's uh, coming out? Ten, ten, ten o'clock and you've got to go out because, you, you, again, what's the difference tell between us, ten and eleven o'clock? Government to tell them, does, the go, does the COVID tell the government, listen, you better tell them to get home for nine o'clock Otherwise, we're going to come out and uh, give them COVID. People, the people itself, I mean, the press are a complete waste of space. Mm. They're comp- because they are part of all this. Mm. But we're all we're all to blame because I'm not. I'm listen. I don't believe in COVID. I've never wore a mask. People will slag me off for it. Good. That's up to them. That's their opinion. I haven't got COVID. I don't feel unwell at all, and mm. I've gone about my daily business as as much as possible. I go into every supermarket where I need to go into every day. I go into the butchers. I see the same people. Everybody looks healthy enough to me. Mm. So there's more to this than meets the eye. So you and I will never be able to sort it out, you know. But I do know one thing. This is a certain, This is what I do know, mm. right? After November third, when the pre- uh, when the elections. Could people also go about America? Whatever yeah. happens in America happens around the world. Yeah. After November third, whether if Biden if Biden gets in, COVID's gone. Mm. I guarantee you, COVID's gone. If Trump gets in, it's gone. Mm. But the, what the problem is, you're going to have more anarchy on streets. But then he'll sort it out. Boom. After November third, this COVID will be gone. I guarantee you that. It is absolutely bizarre, and you're right, we don't know what's going on, but it just appears that we can get people in pubs to watch games of football, but we can't get them in the bloody football ground, where you'd look well, at and you think the football ground's got to be safer than a bleeding pub. Look, I just, it I don't make sense. I haven't. I ain't got a PhD. Mm. I left school with no qualifications. Yeah. But I'm not thick enough to, to say mm. to myself, hang on a bit, mm. we can get a bus load yeah. on a bus. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. But I can't have... Uh, two people in car or three people in car. It's, it's crazy. I just don't understand well, it. Wait, listen, I want I want that Professor Ferguson to tell me what's the difference. And we're talking about people mm. on a bus. You don't know. Mm. And you don't know if they've got the COVID or not. They're on a bus. Mm. Right? So there could be 20, 30, 40 people on a bus. Yeah, in a car. I can't have no more than two people in it. I know. I mean, it's just a crazy, crazy test. But what makes me laugh is all these people what are going mad about the COVID, mm. believe in it. Yeah. I wish one of them had explained to me. Mm. I don't think anyone can explain because I don't think anybody knows what's going on. I'm, I'd like them to explain how uh, Luis Suarez passed that Italian test as well. I think that's just as mad. Well, listen. How can... I mean, there's a match got called off all the day. Yeah. They might get called off on the day because three Orient players have gone, been tested positive. Mm. We know it don't kill anybody anymore, Bobby, so it don't kill anybody. <clears throat> Not the players it won't. I'd be amazed no. if it did. We, yeah. young, young people, we, we can't ask what anybody says. Mm. People what died about some illness, illnesses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because what anybody says, you know, because there's a lot of doctors coming out, turning around and saying about um, 
it's not it's not as bad as what people are making this out. And this Aida dropped a quality in whatever it is. Uh, is, a, is an help if the governments allow it. Mm. And we're not talking about one or two, we're talking about 50, 60, 100 doctors from around the world yeah. coming out with it. Mm. So what, you cannot, listen, you cannot go on a football field, look, when you go on a football field, the first thing you do, you sweat, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is, yeah, 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 and you sweat, right. and you So spitting. you can't have a walk, yeah. you can't have a walk, you're sweating, mm. right? So your sweat drops are falling onto onto the floor. Mm. People, because anybody says you'll never stop spitting, you can't no, stop it. If no, you're no, running, no. you cannot stop spitting. Mm. So that's all on the floor. People are falling about, rolling about, mm. getting those germs off of that spit and that sweat. Yeah. When they score the goal, they're jumping on each other's back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not against it. What I'm trying to say is, mm. absolutely, I'm with anybody, you. Yeah. How can anybody turn around and say? Mm. You know, COVID and all this thing, you know, you, you're going to die from it when footballers, cricket, well, not cricketers, rugby players mm. and football players, it's contact. Yeah. When they score, they're jumping on each other. In the dressing room, they'll, they'll lug each other, put Wi-Fi in. And you listen, when the cameras are not there, the politicians and everybody else will be doing what they're telling everybody else not what to do. Mm. And we've seen that because Nancy Pelosi done that having your hair dyed and everything else, mm. no mask on, and, and going, but the shops can't be open for anybody else, but they can be open for her. And I, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, the guy who's going to kill you when sportsmen are sweating, spitting, rolling about in that stuff on a football pitch, and after a game, and then we say, right, we've got to lock down again. Too. So you're breaking up slightly again. How's, uh, how's, sure. that, how's that phone? Is it the fact that you get excited? Or what room are you in tonight? You no, in... I'm in the right room. What I, do, what, sometimes what I do is I start to move away from me here. Slanted yeah. a bit. That's what it is. As soon as I hear you say that, I know. I've, I've, you know, because <laughs> once you get excited about certain things, I start to slant it a little bit. And that's what it, that's what it is. <laughs> I get excited when I get talking about certain things. Because... You know, I don't want anybody dying, but I, there's more to this than this COVID. There's more to this. There's a load of, there's something not right with me. I know. Um, did you get excited about any magic moments this week, TC, and get that phone Listen, right to you? Because I, I, I want to hear. I could, I could talk about four or five. Well, no, no more. Go on. But what I, what I want to talk about, because I'm sick of seeing how poor our coaching is. I wanted to watch Thiago yep. play. And I said to myself, I'm just going to watch this and I'm going to watch everything. And from 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 coming on and everything else about the game with him was, is if you watched it, the movement, and he's, I mean, he's not the one what's going to run with the ball mm. like a, a Jack Grealish. Yeah. And he will do, but in general, if you watched him, how quickly he moved the ball, mm. his control of the ball, his, his knowledge of seeing that split pass, what could put three or four people out of the game. Mm. So I watched... I, I consciously wanted to watch him play because obviously in Spain and, and Germany, it is more technical play because it, regardless yes. what anybody says, it is. Uh, I'll tell you this now, all of you, if Frank Lampard and Gerard don't make it, mm. English coach would have finished. They'll mm. just be puppets for rest of little clubs, right? Because we have to start getting back to tennis. And I watched, that's all I wanted to do to watch him. But the, the boy... Uh, what the sign from Germany, Chelsea, I was very impressed with him. 
Werner or, or um, Havertz? The, the number 11, was it? Number 11, number 8, Werner. Is it Werner? Timo Werner. Yeah, Timo Werner. Yeah. I was very impressed, but I wanted to watch Thiago, mm. you know, and I watched everything about him, the, the balance, <clears throat> the vision, uh, the understanding of the game, the movement of the ball, how quick he, you know, he didn't delay his pass. Mm. And that, if I, any midfield player, and there's all different types of midfield players, but to, to, to mix your game up, if you watched, if you go and watch him play, and there's plenty of good midfield players, but if you were watched, put the Liverpool-Chelsea game, because you get it on catch-up and all this mm. type of thing now on, on the machines there, the young'uns. Watch that, watch how he moved it, watch how he found space. Everything about it, I loved. And, and it, it, I mean, it's Liverpool, I'm not a Liverpool fan, <clears throat> but the two signings Liverpool's made, are going to be a yeah. massive factor to everybody, not only in in England, but in the in in Europe. Mm. So that's my magic mm-hmm. moment of him itself. And if you, if you get a chance to watch it, Gab, you'll see it on YouTube. I, I watched the game live, and I, yeah, I thought he was magnificent. <clears throat> and and I think you're right. You know the 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 lack of creativity, if you like, that that Liverpool have had in the last couple of seasons, and Liverpool have been magnificent. It sounds stupid to say that, but 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 they have. But I think he just adds to it. I think Diogo Jota is an absolutely magnificent player as well. And I think that them two are great signings for Liverpool and kick them on a little bit. I would bit, never call opinion. I would never call the midfield players of Liverpool because they're only Champions League and they've won a, uh, yeah. a league title now. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a different he's a different type of yeah. Sometimes you can get away with certain things. Mm. I think he will. He's definitely going to be one of them. What's going to be a big plus for them? Yeah. Like, no, and I think Rodriguez is going to be a big plus for Everton. I was impressed with him at the mm. weekend. Oh, absolutely. Spot but having on. said that, you know West Brom got a man sent off. But you've only got to watch the touches and the balance and yeah. you know the scanning of it. It's not. It's the, every second they get the scan when they haven't got the ball they're scanning mm. so as the ball comes to you know they'll have a quick look to have a look to make sure that player is still free or there's something else something else has opened up for them mm. you know That's... we've had these players we've got these players but nobody will tell convince me on anything I've seen it and I've seen it Three or four years ago, when I was in the and in the academies I worked in, they're not, you know, they're not the best academies, mm-hmm. but they still look for big, not big, they look for strong, athletic type players. Roll your sleeves up, uh, work hard, and that's all we ask. And you've got to get technique into it if you're going to win um, major titles. And if uh, we're going to get better for the national team, we've got to have technique, technical players. 100%. Um, my magic moments this, this week, uh, and, and there were a few. I mean, you're right, there was absolutely loads. <clears throat> but I love the, uh, I did put it up, a Meg's alert. That's all that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where Paden stuck it through Kevin De Bruyne's leg. Put a tremendous ball. I tell you what, Jimenez, I really rate that kid. Yeah. He was in my uh, team of the year la- uh, last season. He still had quite a bit to do with that header and he stuck it right in the, right in the, in the, uh, in the bag. Um, Tillyman's pass. When 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 people are looking at, and and what annoys me with stats is that wasn't classed as an assist. No, no, guys, that was the ball that broke the defence, that put Listen, defenders out the way. That just said. What you forget, what you forget is this. What you forget is this. It's the English. They don't want that. No, I know. It's incredible. They do not want that. It's incredibly stupid. Sorry. 
I'll let you finish with on that because yeah. I've got I want to I want to come in with, with a couple of things. No, yeah, I was just saying the way that he had the ball, he put the ball through the defence, and all the player on the byline had to do was square it, and it's just a simple tapping, and that was all down to Tillyman's vision and his precision pass. Slide now, draw did pass. Did you watch the Villa Sheffield United game? Yes, I did. Yes, of course. Right. It, it, it took balance of Sheffield United uh, yeah. that they get a man sent off. Yeah, I agree. And I thought Jack, I thought Jack played quite well. You're going to get critiques of Jack at moment in time because he's playing at Aston Villa. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and everybody's screaming for him, and you know, so the some people, I ah, won't be able to get in Liverpool's team. He won't be able to. He'll get in anybody's team. Yeah, of course he would. He'll be, he'll be able to get the composure on the ball. He'll get in anybody's team. Yeah. But Villa haven't got enough quality in the in, in the side. Because no, I, they I, haven't. You know. Yeah. Now I watch what I watch with Aston Villa, and nearly every one of them were putting diagonal balls into the box. Yeah. Right. And either the goalkeeper come and punched it, punched it, or he caught it, or if he punched it and he made a mistake. Uh. It, it may cost them. It didn't cost them, but it may cost them. Mm. Or the centre-half comes up wins it, and he wins it easy because of one thing. Mm. He's coming onto it where the strike is having to jump from his standing position, uh, and it's not even... People say it's a 50-50. It isn't even a 50-50 ball yeah. because the, the defender is coming on and he's leaning on to the to the attacker anyway, so it's making it more difficult for him to um, to jump. But people say, well, why do you get away with it? You, you can only try and get in line with the ball. That's what you got. To, that's the only thing mm. you can do. So everybody's facing the way that they want to go, but mm. the attackers are just playing the balls in and they're not going to the byline of anything mm. because they're not moving the ball. And they have to move the ball and they have to get Jack Grealish on the ball as quickly and as early as possible. That gives him the, time, the chance to run at people. Yep. It's, that's not happening at the moment in time. So mm. when Jack gets it, boom, they're clamping, down, they're clamping on him too, too quickly because they don't yeah. move the ball quick enough. Yeah. And I wrote about it. If people think that Sheffield United are defending well, mm. they know nothing and they don't know anything about the game because it's just so simple for the uh, back four or the centre-backs to let it clear. Mm. Right? And I said, then uh, Man City City came on. Who did Man City play? Wolves. Wolves. Mm-hmm. About watch this. Watch how Man City City will get the Wolves defenders yeah. facing the wrong way. Yeah. So they're facing towards the own goal. Mm-hmm. The second goal is a prime example. It's a one-two played in to byline, pulled back for um, Foden to come and yeah. score. A he goal. started the move off. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Now, yes, the great players. The problem is, if you're going to keep throwing diagonal balls into the box, mm. nine time, nine and nine point nine percent, the centre backs will win the header and clear it. Mm. When you played against the Liverpools and the Manchester Uniteds, when they're at the peak, these teams, Man United, Liverpool's Arsenal, you know they will get to the byline, pulling the ball back, getting defenders facing their own goals. A majority of others, the reason why they do it because they're losing goals. So if they, if they throw the ball into the box, they're not going beyond and committing themselves, some mm. of them, and then they can't get counter-attack. But they do get counter-attack. That's the problem, because when you play against the better players, they understand they get quicker. 
Oh, absolutely. I, I thought I thought you. I think you're absolutely right. I don't think Villa moved the, the ball quick enough. I thought the, um, the 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 movement of the players as well was uh, very stagnant, and I thought that um, it looked as though it was the first game of the season or a pre-season game for Villa. Sheffield, yeah, okay, it, it changed when they had the player sent off. I think he should have been sent off because he he pulled he pulled the boy. Oh back. yeah, definitely. He pulled the boy back, and if he yeah, if he hadn't have the goal, he had come out, committed himself, round the goalkeeper. The player will always tell you himself when he's got sent off. He can see. Oh yeah. Did he go to the referee to complain? No, no. he got he got so no, no legs to that. Did, yeah. But he, yeah. knew, he knew straight away what yeah, he was doing. He, he got done for pace. He was flat footed, yeah. and it often happens there where you know again we like the ball to be played through midfield, but a nice 50, 60 yard pass there into that channel for the forward that's on his toes, running onto it. He's flat-footed, he wasn't expecting it, and bang, there you go, you get sent off and, and the game changes. But, you know, in terms of a spectacle, I thought it was a poor game. I wasn't particularly particularly enamoured with the uh, Man City Wolves game, but again, it's early doors and the season, you know, the players will pick up as the season uh, progresses. But my third magic moment this week was Jamie Osborne's goal for Solion Moores against, <laughs> against Hereford Tuesday. Touch up and then that volley, top corner. Unbelievable. What a Unbelievable. Goal. I was saying, there were lots of things you can, you know, yeah. but I just wanted to watch Diago, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the understanding of his thought in his game and trying to read what he was doing, mm. how he does it. But you're right, sorry, it was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But going back to what you're saying about its early doors, Manchester City will always have a problem with defending because they overcommit. Yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all. That, it's, that's nothing else. Yeah. Not, not, it's not that defenders are poor defenders. Yeah. We don't understand. A lot of yeah. our people don't understand the game. Mm. They overcommit. Yeah. If they sit, if they sat back, and the and the back two centre backs, and the full backs, if one of the full backs joins in, but the other full back, mm. they've got three at the back. They don't. No, but they try. They, again, what they you've always maintained. Forward, they might yeah. have one player. But you've always maintained this too. So, teams like Manchester City try and win a game. Fundamentally, there's a difference between trying to win a game and getting into your shape and making sure you don't concede a goal. Man City done that and got a goal on the break. They'd probably win the league and they'd piss it. But that's yep. not their style of play. That's not the philosophy of the coach. They want to get on the front foot, take the game, two players, two teams, and win a game of football. They try and win a game of football wherever they go with whatever team they play. That's the, the problem, way football should be played. Yeah. The problem with everything, Gabby, is when you look... Uh, there's a lot of these teams cannot uh, play attacking football because they haven't got those players. Mm. This has gone on now for years and years and years, and they've got a certain type of player mm. in football. Not, I mean, you hear managers always turn around and say, "I can only play uh, with the tools I've got." Well, mm. you buy them tools, but there's that many that many that type of player in the game. Mm. You know, it's like somebody playing trying to play out from the back when you've got just big lads what's mm -hmm. been used to, you know and I, I don't mean to be horrible to them because it's been, they've, been, they've been told to play it that way yeah yeah and so because <clears throat> I always blame managers at the end of the day it's your philosophy mm. it's your thing and yeah, yeah he said once you get over that white line it, it's not my fault well mm. if that manager tells you I don't want you coming out of that position you stay there mm. you know fans will say well why are you looking for a ball and blah 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 there's lots of things to do it, and I'm not saying it's easy for managers, but they are the own worst enemies. Yeah. 
100 agree. Yeah, 100% agree. And you know what? If you ain't got them players, just go and buy in some other players. There are players available that have got certain abilities and attributes of, of a type of game that you want to play. And there's that many players now that are knocking around exactly. next to nothing. You can pick them up. 100% what you're saying there. <laughs> the problem is, a lot of players think, oh, I don't want to go play for it. You know, that, that's your problem, get, once, say, yeah. Once, once they get released yeah. and that, and they've got a few quid, they think, they're not saying I would. I said, I'm not playing. I, yeah. Now I would. Yeah. You mm. know, uh, when I was playing, I turned around and said to myself, oh, I'm not going to play for him. Mm. You know, it's negative football. Yeah. If I'd have known I would have gone to Sheffield, I love Jack mm. and I'll always love Jack. But if I'd have known he was going to play football like that, like mm. we did, yeah. I wouldn't have gone. No. Because I didn't enjoy mm. just balls booting over the top for me to chase. Mm. You know, all right, I did well from it because I got great pace, but I got natural talent to go past people. Yeah. And we weren't giving those type of balls. So the players, get, listen, the, the players will not say it, but majority of players will get fed up of it. And the ones what don't get fed up of it, it's like anything else. And I'm not even frightened to tell them players, they are the teacher's pet. Absolutely, too soon. By the way, they I... are the te- listen, I'm not, I don't, I'm not frightened to tell players at all. They are the teacher pet. So if the manager tells us, boom, and you'll always get the odd one, what's going back to the manager, did you know TC who did this? Or did you know TC mm. did that? Or did you know TC? I mean, I never said no to a manager behind his back. I tell him to his face. Yeah. Happy birthday. That's one thing I did. I tell him to the face. Happy birthday, Jim McAlliog, 74 today. Yes, my favourite Sheffield Wednesday How player. would you? Because you've been talking about, and we have been talking about philosophy of, of the game and the way that, that certain managers set the team out and play. How would you have loved to have played with Jim McAlliog in the centre of that Sheffield Wednesday uh, oh. midfield? What a passer of the ball and what a great... Right midfield inside forward player Jim was, wasn't he? What he, the, 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 the ball, but in them days, a lot of teams did play good football. Yeah. You got Curry and you got, got other great teams players. Listen, yeah. people said to me, How would I how would I play? First and foremost, I want a decent goalkeeper. Yep. That's what I want to do. Mm. If I, I want to play out from the back, I'm not going to get players what can't play out from the back. Yeah. But they've got to understand to cut out silly mistakes. Mm. Right? When one goes out, one fills in. Mm-hmm. I want us to move the ball quick. So I would love to have played with Thiago today. Mm-hmm. I would love to play with Jim McCallio. Yeah. It's not I mean not Stan Bowles as yes I would, but Yeah, Stan, Stan was a different kind of player, yeah, he, definitely. He, no, but he weren't a midfield player. No, it wasn't. He was a forward. He was an inside forward. Stan was yeah. a ten, what played behind the strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know he was a number ten, he was a maverick. But what I'm trying to say about midfield and when you're getting in around the box, Stan could put a could set a, a ball through iron needle. Yep. So yes, he can do that. But what I'm talking about deeper midfield players, what will go bump within a second, yep. and the touch is either perfect and it's straight into your path. Yeah. And it be, I mean, it's the same for Stan because Stan was just behind the strike of himself, mm. weren't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he got Stan, so I'm not. What I'm trying to say, Stan weren't a midfield player. So no, you could. No, he weren't. It, well, it was it was a striker, but played off the striker. Just yeah, like he yeah. played, didn't they? Yeah, he, he, well, he, he played you know, what they like call in the old. Yeah, play, number 10. Play. Yeah, just go and play. Mm. You know, you find him on wing, you find him there. But I'm talking about yeah. midfield players. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I would love to have played with like Curry and Hudson. You know, I mean, I played with Ball at the wrong mm. age. But just imagine playing with them three. One of them, say, 
Kirby is an Odin midfield player. Ollie is an Odin midfield player with his one and Hudson Hudson with the, the pace of ability on the ball to glide past people, to put the right pass through. Mm. It would have been a dream to play with them. And I loved all my mates at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. We, we went, we came off at pitch from training, we'd go into a cafe, have some breakfast. We'd all go together, mm. you know, but they weren't in the same league as them type of nah. players. But I love playing with them because I, I love football. But it would have been a dream to play with them type of players, you know, without oh, a doubt. We, yeah, I mean, and, and that cup final win, Southampton won it. I mean, I, was, oh. I started watching the first cup final I remember it was 76. 72, the first one. But 76. Yeah. The 70. So I, I was what? Bobby Stoke. 11. It, yeah. yeah. But he so, put a ball. 19, Sorry. 1970 was the first coloured one. Arsenal, when t- colour television came in, my first one was 65 when Liverpool played Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. What made me follow, uh, follow Sheffield Wednesday when Sheffield Wednesday were 2 up against uh, Everton. Yeah. And they got beat 3 2. And so, so my first one was 65, Liverpool and Leeds. Do you know that game is. Do you know Simon was a. His dad was a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Well, let me tell you something. Simon now is a Sheffield Wednesday But Peter Reid was a Liverpool fan. Yeah, yeah. But regardless of what it is, still have a soft spot for, for Liverpool. Oh yeah. So, so in, in the public in the public eye, I'll say oh, I don't like Liverpool, but it, deep down he will. So Simon right. wa- Simon watched that game in '66 and he says I'm supporting no team that goes two 0 up and loses three two and went <laughs> down and watched United. He used to get well, out with his mates we watching United. There's a John Stainford and I asked him are you related to Simon? He said his dad and my dad were brothers and he said to me on, on my Facebook yeah. that Simon was a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Nah, Simon, Simon, right. Simon was yeah, but, growing but, up early, but then after the 66, he was a United fan. He I'll tell get... you when he became a United fan, because what he tells you when he went to play for uh, United. <laughs> once you, Mind, that was only 68, play... wasn't it? It was only 68, so it was around about the same time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is, no, it wouldn't be 68 when he signed for United. He signed for United in school, but oh, a young... 15, 16-year-old, wouldn't he? Well, Simon, Simon was telling me he used to go down Bramall Lane with his mates, you know, few, few of the boys watching United play football. Well, I would imagine he would have done it. <laughs> he would have gone. If you lived in Sheffield, yeah. and at that time, both teams would have been in and around the first division, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, they would have gone one week to Wednesday, one week to United, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, uh, but once, once you become adults, and you, you you support one team, then you you be more dominant to supporting that mm. team and say, I, I don't like Wednesday, I don't like United, you know, I don't dislike United yeah. one little bit. I mean, I love Curry, I loved, I love Jeff Sammons. It was another one, Jeff yeah, Sammons. Absolutely love watching him. Alan Woodward, I love watching him. Yeah. Ted Emsley, you know, mm. they were great players. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a, a Wednesdayite, mm. but I didn't hate United like some do. Mm. You know. Yeah, some some just take that rivalry too far and yeah, too far, don't you? <laughs> don't I just know it? Uh, Fab Five, how did your Fab Five I've go? No, this I have no, I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll bring it on yourself. You don't get me ranked about United having this player and that player being great. Even when I, even though no, I like Curry, I would turn around and tell everyone. I would tell all the Sheffield Wednesday fans I love Curry. 
But you're more, I mean, I'm brave, but you're more braver than me to do that. I just love Especially love, social media. I just, well, I just block them now. There ain't many. I mean, I've, you know, I've lost hundreds and hundreds of friends and followers on Facebook and Twitter, but I couldn't care because I love football and I do different, you know, it's all part of the project and I love the local scene. I like the international scene. I, I, I just yeah, yeah. love to watch football and football being played. My Fab Five, Callum O'Hare scored the winner for uh, Coventry against QPR on Friday night yes, which was yes. a live game great touch great finish I really like that boy I think lovely. he's a I think tremendous player team to watch aren't they I like Coventry yeah I think yeah. They've, they've got some good players uh, I mean I, I, I like to watch good teams and he's got them playing well but I mean there were some times last season when when you'd say to me Terry have a look at you'd put it yeah. up before the EFL goals come yeah. up and you said, Terry, have a look at this. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're just a joy to watch. So who was your Fab Five? One of my Fab Fives uh, got injured last night, by the way. Who, who was that? Uh, Robert, uh, Roberts for Notts um, County. Oh, County. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. looked like he'd, he'd done his uh, ligaments. Oh, right. Oh, blimey. That could be out for some time then. Has, has he done that before, though? He, he'd been injured before, wasn't he? When he was, was, was he was at Newcastle? In Newcastle. I, yeah. don't know how bad, I don't know how bad that injury mm. was, but... You may have done. I mean, sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes you get players what get away with it. Yeah, you do. You know, yeah. yeah. Throughout the careers, we are any serious. I don't think Jimmy Greaves had a serious injury up till, mm. and that wasn't a serious injury. It was a knock, and then the team, uh, the England team, did well, and he missed out of a World Cup final. And he's our greatest yeah. centre forward of all time, in. Oh, without a doubt. But some people get. I mean, it, it happened to be twice uh, when the teams I played for had done. Well, won everything. Yeah. You know, uh, some players can, can seem to get away with it. I mean, George Best got away with... I mean, who got kicked more than him? Oh, yeah, he never doubt. got. Yeah. But having mm. said that, I mean, he finished at 26. Mm. But he, he, he broke into the team as an 18-year-old and he yeah. got brutally kicked, didn't he? Oh, you used to. And never days. never really had a bad injury, you know. Where, I mean, even Shearer had a, did his ligaments, you know... Uh, one of our great centre forwards, but if some people get away with it, some Gary Lineker never got a serious injury. No, you, you, I think if you can just keep away from those serious injuries, then uh, happy days. But you're right, some players sadly seem, you know, the the grim reaper of the injury world seems to follow him around. Jack Wilsh is another one, yeah. and it's such a shame because he's such a talented boy. Oh. but but he's just been cursed, hasn't he, with yeah. uh, with injury after injury, and you know it must be so frustrating because when he comes back on a road to rehabilitation, he breaks down again, and it just must do their heads in. Uh, I, I watched my first live game last week, sir. Well, uh, oh yes, I I remember you telling Good me. Good game. Well, How's Owen youth against Starbridge? Yeah, I've been to two games. Uh, and everybody mixing, everybody standing side side by side, mm. everybody in the bar where it's full. So that baffles me. That what games did you see? Well, uh, I went to watch Spalding play Brig. Yeah. And I went to watch Spalding at home against uh, Sutton Coalfield. Oh, from, from Sutton Coalfield from, from Bur- 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 oh, right, okay, yeah. And I was talking to a Villa fan. Yeah, it's a lot. The, season, the lo- yeah, like the follow Sutton. Yeah. He's a season ticket holder. Yeah. So if he's listening to if you listen to this, he's a season ticket over at Villa. Uh, but he said, I like to go watch football and I can't go watch I can't go watch Aston Villa. Mm. He said, I've still got a ticket, season ticket now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he said, But I can't go, so I'll come and watch my local team. It's some goldfields our local team, so I'll go mm. watch them. 
Yeah, there's a, that's a massive hotbed, Sutton Caulfield for Villa. I mean, Birmingham is splitting, you know, from like Erdington and Sutton and, and you know, further on there, even out to, to Litchfield and, and further yeah. on, pretty much all Aston Villa. But uh, over my over my way, Hales Owen, it's it's we're on we're on the fringe. Well, Hales Owen is it's a black country uh, team, mm. so there's a lot of West Bromwich Albion supporters. Why do they call that black country? I think always, it was. I've always wondered why they call that black. Country. But it's just the uh, the heavy industry that that we used to have out there with the right. industrial yeah, revolution industrial, and yeah, 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 yeah all yeah. the Small foundries. The yeah, so it was always like you know um, black boy. I've always been. I've always been meaning to ask players why do they call that black country? Yeah, and they all speak funny. You can't understand them. It's all yam or right and that. And go, yeah. hey. And it's like it's only down. I tell you what. Again, where I live, like Bartley Green in Birmingham, we're. we're pretty much then you go into the black country and the further that you do go into the black country if you're a brummer you would struggle to understand them because they don't talk properly right oh say you can have a conversation with someone in a proper black country pub and i'll tell you what you might as well go to glasgow <laughs> i'm telling you but it's some i can't understand when they really get you know that's how oh, I feel when I go in the black country, <laughs> and they've got their own they've got their own words as well on their own. I mean, to, it, to be fair, it's a great area of the black country. You know, down to earth people. I um yeah, I've I've always been a big fan of the black country and its people, but they don't particularly like us brummies. And um, when we get in there, I, you, you know, the roads around the black country. I think they're designed to like not let brummies in, and if you get in get out quickly because they're no great lovers of us on the other side of the border it's funny how it thinks I'm just watching this Everton game here and you're looking at it if they can't let two or three thousand fans in, the, in, in that in that stadium I know I just don't understand no. it TC I don't understand weird, it weird I was, as I say, I was in there at Hales Owen. I tell you what, what a great setup they've got there at, at Hales Owen and at Stourbridge as well. And that well, I youth game. Spalding, but I, I, didn't, I weren't impressed with Spalding, I must admit. And I'm not having a go at him. I weren't impressed with it. So go on about So that yeah. was a nice I was going, setup. Yeah, I was going to Tom. Look at their number six at centre, centre half. Like, I tell you what, it reminded me of a very young Colin Todd at Stourbridge. Oh, read the game well. Strong as an ox. I mean, they had a couple of decent uh, forwards. Ailes Owen, because I don't know the boys' names, but I'm going seven's good, nine's good, ten's good, eleven. In fact, the Ailes Owen team, first half, I thought they were absolutely magnificent. I said, to be honest, Tom, the last time I've walked out of a game and been so excited was when Birmingham beat Chelsea in 1979, or it might have been 1980. These kids were brilliant. No disrespect to Sutton Caulfield, they had. about four or five lads what you could see were carrying weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but Spalding, I mean, Jock went on loan to, to Lincoln last year. Yeah. And it was just a boot up field. Mm. Spalding did try and play football. Yeah. They got it down and did try and play football. Mm. So um, that were the two differences from Jock went on loan to um, Lincoln. Uh, but it were 4 0. Uh, they were a far better team, what, what was Spalding. But like I said, they didn't. They didn't look fit at all in yeah. um, Sutton Caulfield. What? You know, they look, they've got the some heavy lads in the team. What what league is Spalding playing in, do you know? You Listen, if somebody tells me I'd forget tomorrow, I don't mean yeah. that in a nasty no, way. No, I know what you're saying. I just looked up at Al Owens. They're in the um, Southern League Central Division 1. Hang on a bit. Somebody did tell me, put me on via Facebook, I'm trying to think. Mm. Is it Unibond League? 
to be to to be fair to so I don't know. There's that many non-league, and and yeah. they hate it, don't they? Because they say, look, we're affiliated to a league, and I said, look, I don't want to be disrespectful, but you know, I know you're in league if team, you but it go, is you know, non-league, yeah. But it, but in that, if it, if if you if you go watch them like they do, they'll know everything about the league and everything, but you don't, do you? No, and they have ground hoppers as well. You know, what would I? I would never be looking up because I'm not an anorak on football. Mm. I would, when I was playing professional football, I knew lots about. I was brilliant at quizzes, what, yeah. at um, football quizzes, or anything. Fourth division, first division in my, mm. we, we anything. Yeah. <clears throat> but once you get you get out of because you're not involved in the amateur football, uh, then you don't look it up as much. I mean, in quizzes now, the there's more in the, to try and make it more difficult because they'll add them type of clubs into them, don't they? Yeah. But in my day, they wouldn't add those type of clubs in, mm. you know. So if somebody said to me, I, I mean, Spalding, I know where Spalding is because Reg, Reg Brearley used to um, <clears throat> live down that way, you know, when he was chairman at uh, owner at Sheffield United. Yeah. So I knew about Spalding, but I didn't know there was a football team there up until Jock went down long there. Yeah. So, and it's something I, I never really think to, to look up because I don't, I mean, majority of the time now, I don't look at but football like I used to do. Well, TC, it's almost time because I can hear the vacuum firing up as I speak. Can you hear that in the background? Can you hear <laughs> yes, that? you're in trouble. <laughs> I thought it was a boomerang. Not a boomerang. Uh, what do they call them? That's... Didgeridoos. <laughs> Sounds like a didgeridoo, don't it? <laughs> or one of them... Um, what, what what were them uh, in South Africa? Do you remember? Oh, they had that drone. Yeah, there's something like that. Well, it that sound... would drive me right twist yeah. They sounded like Uwe's Ayla, didn't they? There was whatever yeah. they were. But, oh, in fact, yeah. they were about fetching them over here and then they, they, they put a stop to it, didn't they? Because that... Yeah. Were they Vuvu's Aylas? There was, it something was some, like yeah, that. it was something like yeah. yeah. They 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 made a bizarre drone noise that would have dropped. Well, it drove you up the wall, wouldn't it? So anyhow, um, as forecast seven now because I've added Ailes Owen to uh, to our our teams Six. that we're gonna yeah our teams that we're gonna follow every week. So first up, it's Huddersfield Town again, one of your own old clubs against another one of your old clubs, Nottingham Forest. Friday night on the box, how do you see this one going, TC? Well, Forest, I predicted that Nigel Clough will be the next Forest manager. Right, okay. So I can't believe how Forest had done so well towards. Mm. Not end the last season because they had a, a shocking. I mean, they were for third place, a second place, <coughs> third place, I should say, mm-hmm. and, and they didn't even get in playoffs. And they've set off bad, bad now. Yeah. I'm gonna go for a Forest win, but I'm not confident. So you got what you what you go in one, one nil. nil? Yeah, okay, one nil. I'm gonna go one one. And by the way, we have done one so far this season. We both we, we drew one one out of seven. <laughs> Don't remind everybody, will you? That forecasting is absolutely awful. Crystal Palace versus, again, one of your old clubs, Everton. 1-1 draw. The the Palace is playing well. Everton are playing quite well. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-2 there because I think you're right. Both both have started reasonably well and I can see they're on... Well, I think they both are unbeaten. It's a battle of the... um, Probably the... Both of them in the top six, aren't Zahar they, at the moment? Really, I'm very impressed with Zahar, what I've seen of him so mm-hmm. far. And he's added he's added uh, goals to it. Because 
He's, he's a fabulous player, but he yeah, should he's... get more goals, shouldn't he? He you should know, do, so... really, but he does tend to get kicked up in the air and he loses his feet at the well, bottom sometimes. But I know where you're coming from. Kick, if yeah. he got the kicking what we got, yeah. but he does get fouled, I will say that. But that doesn't stop him. Listen, I think he's a look, typical David Moyes. He's never going to, David Moyes was never going to play him and he's holding back to Palace. What I'm trying to say is he's a great, great player. If he puts if he puts goals to his to his game, you know, he's going to be even even a better player, isn't he? And that's what I'm trying to say. The thing is now, I mean, he's the wrong age of like 25, 26, isn't he? I think, but he's probably touching 27, isn't he, uh, Zaha? Well, but but again, well, I think... Two, he, for the next two yeah. years, yeah. I'd definitely buy him because it's a, now's the time for him. Yeah. Once he starts to get past that 29, yeah, 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 he's still be good players. Yeah, but when you start to lose that little bit of thing, but for me, if he put goals to his games, it'd be and he's a great player. I love to watch him play. Yeah, oh, same. Everything yeah. about him, everything about him, I love to watch him play. But all I'm saying is, a manager, mm. and I would say to him, look, we won't be a key player to you if you. He would definitely be the top one of the top four clubs if he was scoring goals. Nobody yeah. would convince me anything. The only reason why he's not there is because he doesn't score enough goals. Mm. And that that one might be him laying balls on when sometimes he should shoot. It's not yeah. that he misses. It does not. It's not that he misses easy chances. Yeah. He's la- he lays them. Even like me because he lays on. Yeah. I realised I should have yep. scored more goals because it gives you that more uh, credibility. Mm. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's just as much a maker as a taker. As a goal scorer, yeah. Derby County versus Blackburn. How do you see your former club, Derby County, getting on in this game, TC? I'm going to go for a Blackburn. Not because I want Derby to, to win, because it's a nice club, is Derby mm-hmm. County. But I'd, I think they've set off bad. Yeah, they have. Uh, so I, And Blackburn have done reasonably well. They won the other day, but they got beat at Bournemouth. But they, they should have got something out of that Bournemouth mm-hmm. game. And I like the I like the way how he play, gets his team to play to, uh, Tony Mowbray. Yeah, so he's a good manager. I'm going to go for a one 0 Blackburn. Well, Don't good. like saying it, but mm. you know I'm I'm not going to go anymore and let me out roll my head. I'm going to have that as a reverse. I'm going to go Derby County one Blackburn nil. So I think Derby do need to get the season up and running. And the thing is, like what we were saying about Palace and, and Everton, the two teams that are up the top of the table. Back in your day, we'd never had a table. Till we played about four or five games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I put him straight up. Yeah. That's mad. And he played one game, you're top of the league. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's nice for players. It, you, it is, yeah, to be fair. It is, but to I'm be only, fair. You know, I'm, just, I'm just laughing at that. But, he you played know, 90 minutes. There's players you would turn, you know, we're top, we're top of the league with Liverpool, you know. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Bristol City versus your boys, Sheffield Wednesday. And I hope they do better. Than what they're doing tonight, currently to half time, they're losing 2 0 to Fulham. Um, I'm going to go for a 0 0 draw. Mm, I think this is going to be, I mean, it's got draw written all over it. Um, You're going for a Bristol, you 1 0. No, I'm going to go in a way win, Sheffield oh, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Great win at Cardiff, by the way, the other week, Absolutely. wasn't it? Absolutely. You know, and I mean, that. Watford set off quite well, so mm. that weren't a bad result. I mean, you want to win home games, yeah. you know, uh, but you can see there's a there's a lot better foundation there. There's a lot more use, a lot more based at team. Mm. Burnley against another one of your uh, former teams, Saints, Southampton. Well, Dog, awful place to go to, Turf Moor, isn't it? I'm going to go 1-0 Southampton. 
yeah, I can only... Well, again, how many times the players scored against their old clubs? I know. He's going back in. So I'm going to go for a draw. I think Saints can get something from that game at Burnley. It is a very difficult place to go to. It is, but I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going for a 1-0. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to uh, go 1-1. Uh, Hales um, Owen versus Barton Rovers. This is the game now, that I'll be at Saturday. How come you put this in? But I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to start looking at the league table. Exactly. And this is I'm what gonna, I want I'll go for an to do. home win because it's an it's home I'm going to go for an home win. But I'm going to have to have a look at that league. What league, what league are they in? They're in the Southern League. Southern league. Central Division One, and right. this is what I this is what I love because I think that we can always talk about the teams and the players that everybody knows about, but I like to look at it in a different kind of way and bring others into, into the equation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I've just started up another podcast with uh, with the young and Tom with uh, you know Birmingham United City. You know that's very difficult trying to unite this city. I mean, I think Gandhi had an easier easier uh, situation trying to unite India. <laughs> 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 so you go two 0 win there for Hales Owen. Did you say or one nil? Yeah, two yeah, 0 I'll go for. Yeah, I'm going to go for a two 0 because I think Hales Owen will turn them over. And finally, Aston Villa away at Fulham. How do you see that game going? To say draw, draw. Villa couldn't get one a one. win. Villa couldn't get a win away from home last season. In fact, they they beat Norwich. They may have won another game away from home, but I can't remember. But I don't think they've kept a clean sheet away from home since I don't know. Probably God's dog was alive. They absolutely had a terrible run. But I just fancy Villa at the moment. I think that Dean Smith, since they come out of lockdown. He's organised the defence. They have worked hard on, 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 you know, again, without the ball. And, Everton and, just called Joel. Uh, the kid. What side is it on? I, uh, I can't, I'm, on what, I'm on what they call it, stream. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. I've got Fleetwood Everton. I've done away with Sky, not because of... Not because of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've always had Sky. I've always had it. But I've done away with it. I'm Richarlison. Yeah. I'm not paying them uh, for, you know... To do what they're doing, mm. because I don't agree with what they're doing with mm. all this. I mean, all all people should be treated treated equal, and I'm not saying blacks over the yeah. years haven't, but yeah. I don't agree with all this because it's demonstrating updates, writing, and all that mm. crap. So, but I'll always treat anyone, anyone, black, white, whatever they come from with respect because everybody deserves that respect absolutely true so this is the way that you want to be treated yourself it's quite simple if everybody did that the world would be in a better place and we wouldn't have no problems nice little lad a great little ball over there to Richarlison and um and one nil Everton so it looks as though one of your uh, former clubs is going to be in the next round of the league cup and yes this, is, like this is a competition Everton should identify trying to win it it's about getting a bit of silverware getting to Wembley as well isn't it Everybody knows winning something, yeah. winning games, 100%. even winning games at all, trying to win games all the time yeah. is going to give you that confidence. Of course, it will. and it makes other it makes other players fight for a for, yeah. fight for the for the place. Mm. But if you get beat, right, by chopping and changing, and then he, you know you think, well, why is he? What he doing? He never get. That's what happens. They've got to try and win games. Yeah. Right, TC, it's going to be your turn to pick the mu- the music, mate. Um, right, so- Marvin Gaye through the grapevine. Okay. <laughs> right, I've heard it through the grapevine, and 
I will say good night, God bless, and see you next week. And love to love, everybody. Yeah, love to you and yours. And thanks for listening, and guys. Thanks to everybody for listening to us all. Yes. Right. Cheers, till TC. Till next week. Till our mate. Bye. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns